Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagen. How you guys doing? So, surprisingly to us, today is the start of NBA Free Agency. Um, we didn't do a preview pod because I felt it was kind of pointless. You know, we could sit and just talk a bunch of nonsense about where these guys are going to go. We've been talking a bunch of nonsense for like three months now. In fairness. So. <laughs> hey, we had some finals to take care of. We had a draft to take care of. Now, now it was uh, it, it felt like it was a well, little. Well, I mean, like this our... free the free agency preview is sprinkled in throughout every NBA conversation yeah. that we have. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's a good point. So, since we we didn't know that, we skipped to well, we skipped Tuesday's pod, um, and. Now we're going to have to do it after we do Moneyball. Since we already watched it, I already took my notes. Fantastic movie. Um, hopefully you guys are excited to listen to it anyways, even though it is the start of NBA free agency. But prepare for that afterwards. Um, and we are going We're going to get started. Uh, Chris, I haven't seen you since, since last Friday. How was your week? It was good. Yeah. Getting, uh, getting more into the swing of things nice. at work. Um Starting to pick up some tasks. It's not just just learning stuff, but yeah, things are going well. Good, good. All right, you started uh, started procuring. I did, I did, I uh, <laughs> I did start procuring for the the fans out there who want to know. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I learned some procurement stuff. Learned. Uh, can you can you say what it is now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. do you want me to, or like, you just want to know? All right, all right. Now I got. Now I'm on the spot. So, <laughs> basically, procurement for the state of Maryland uh, in the housing and community development is we are basically looking over contracts, um, s- submitting contracts online. Um, we're doing this thing called a solicitation, which is like a public bid. Oh, I know solicitation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I learned all about that today, actually. Perfect. I'm writing one, which. Isn't really? Fun. Yeah, it's not fun. Uh, <laughs> but so those basically, we we look at all that. Um, they don't. It's not like we we give out the bids. They give out the money. Like we just we take what the state tells us we're allowed to spend, and then so for example, we're they're in the office. They're reconstructing one of the rooms for meetings, and okay. they they gave us however money, much money, I forget how much it was, to redo this office, we had to write out a, a report. RFP? Yep, an RFP, uh, a report to basically say who is going to do the best job for the cheapest amount of money, mm-hmm. and uh, then we just pick that, and that's kind of that's it. We just kind of pick on who we're, who we're actually spending the money on. You have a, a contract officer. Yep, yep. That's a whole separate division. So I don't, okay. I don't interact with any of the contract officers. Um, okay. And I guess, I guess we write the contracts too, or a lot of the contracts. Uh, right. We had to put these these contracts in like public spaces. I, that, I was doing a lot of that today, just like sending it over to public mm. spaces. And it's just a bunch of loops that need to get closed by because it's the government. And it's the state. Right. So it's just like bouncing all over the state. And then apparently comes back to the procurement office. And then they say yes. And then it's like. 
All right, well, that was a conversation cool. that, that you cared about, and I don't think anyone else did. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like we could actually talk about technical work stuff together. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I yeah, literally no, I just did a, a module today on contracts. Yeah, I was actually, um, I was actually pretty well versed now. I was like, huh, I wonder if, if we're doing similar stuff here. But that's, yeah, that's different fields. It's not a discussion for the pod. That is a, <laughs> that's a later discussion. Let's, let's get it. Speaking of money, speaking of economics, uh, business. Let's get into Moneyball. So, I I thought my first my first little tidbit was the the movie starts as any good sports movie should, with grainy old time yep. footage of just baseball being played. It's the the A's playing the the Yankees. Uh, AL, it's always the Yankees, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, always. <laughs> and the. And the eventual loss in the ALDS, the they come in. Just I love that opening scene. I love seeing the mm-hmm. the old footage. Love seeing the the commentators commentate it. Um, you know, did you recognize the commentator? Uh uh-uh. uh It's uh, Asiano's deep drive to left. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, it's a little tidbit there. So Bill. Bill Bean, Billy Bean, is out there uh, listening, listening to the game, not watching it. Uh, you know, disappointment happens; they lose, and we kind of just get right into it. They, but what, what I also write down is they blew a two zero lead in a five series game. Mm-hmm. That's that's tragic. Yeah. Like that, it happens more than you'd think. No, and the him throwing out the radio on his car on his car ride home, then he stops the car has to stop and finish off the radio i was like i would have done the same damn thing I yeah done the same I, damn I would have thing. just run over with my car at that point yeah he's already he's in already the car the he should have just thrown you it know out. how like when like when there's just kind of dark but like when there's a murder and they sometimes they'll say it was a crime of passion yeah like that was not yes. a crime of pet like he threw it out and then he paused and got out of the car and went and finished the job that was not a crime of passion that was deliberate yeah like that would say in court you know? The, the radio's defense i definitely agree the the radio it it was not seeing the light of day i once it came out of the car i was like man i'm super, like i would have just like smashed it right in the car like let it fall all <laughs> over me and do whatever but um yeah i, I have three things on the radio just says shows shows, shows <laughs> really in-depth analysis already <laughs> I said, uh, I said shows real, you know, it, th- that radio scene, it shows real sports fandom. And I know he's the GM, he's yeah. his job, but that shows real sports fandom. And he's listening to the, the public radio, which, uh, the local radio, not public, of course it's public, it's radio, but, uh, the local radio and they're talking about, you know, what the O's need to do or the A's need to do, what, you know, how they lost again. And it, I was just sitting there like. Oh, this would have been like this is exactly what I would have done. I would have turned on the radio yeah. and got even more angry uh, yeah. <laughs> about what's going on. You just wallow in like everybody else's pity. Yep. Yeah, He's yeah. The general manager of the team. <laughs> He's like listening to sports talk radio. Oh, I I would. Which, I, I doubt he does in real life. You don't think he actually think? Like, I, I yeah. I don't know. Billy Bean. You think like... Brad Stevens was driving in his truck after Game Seven, listening to Boston radio? Yeah, you're right. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're because I think in a in a real life sense, they're more rational of like, hey, let's like give it give it a couple days. Yeah, we right. just lost. Like, uh, 
what uh at the end of the movie or whatever pete's talking to him he's like hey man it just happened four days ago like just give yourself a break mm-hmm. it's like no no not possible <laughs> all right and then so okay what what do we got here first you want to you want to take some the meeting with the owner yeah right? yeah, yeah the meeting with the owner uh the me- he he has the which i thought it was it's very very interesting that we're doing this movie now because of the whole Oakland controversy with them. Yes. With yeah. The owner wanting to take the team to Vegas and flashback to 2002. And it's like, oh, the owner's still cheap. Yep. I don't know if they had sold the team. Um, I'm going to look that up right now. I should have looked it up while I was watching the movie. It's the owner. It's John Fisher, but maybe he just didn't want his name to be used because the owner's Steve Schott mm-hmm. in the movie. So I'm going to look that up real quick. Well, in the owner's meeting, he has a, the, the one of the, the first great quote of the movie where he's like, there's the Yankees, there's the high market teams, and then there's 50 feet. Oh, that's crap. with the scouts. Oh, you're right. That is with the scouts. And then yeah, there's us. We're, you're ahead a little bit I am jumping ahead. I guess I didn't really have the, anything on that. The owner's meeting, he's... It, the line is when the owner's like, oh, well, we'll be back next year. And he just goes, we're not going to be better this year. <laughs> the owner's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, we're losing these three three of our best players. And the owner's like, well, you'll, you'll find new guys. And he's like, look, man, I don't know what to tell you. You have to give me more money. And the owner's like, no. So just... he's already put in that spot where he's set up to fail. Yeah, it, it's really, it shows like the tragedy of, these cheap baseball owners where yeah. there's nothing there's nothing they could do where it's like because there's no salary cap there's no you know all the other crap that's in all the other leagues where it's just the owner's money being spent and it's mm-hmm. you're if your owner doesn't want to spend you are screwed and yeah the it, i mean it, there's been a plenty of baseball teams throughout the years that have been stuck with terrible cheap owners um yeah, but, at least a third of the league, I think, is like in a pretty rough state in terms of spending. Like, I could just rip off a bunch of teams that don't spend nearly enough money. Even like Tampa, who's good. Tampa is like the modern day Oakland A's. What the A's used to mo- be in terms of, yeah, basically, just like more advanced than everybody else in analytics and player development. That's what the A's used. To be. So now we get to the, the, the meeting, the scouting meeting. All the old heads are, are throwing out their ideas, ways to replace the guys that they're losing, using the money uh, as for, for big other big-time free agents to try to get some, some star power, try to get some players to make up for the stats that they're losing. And it, it just, like... That, that that's where when you see the the point at the beginning where you're like oh it must kind of suck to be a gm you're like this is like these guys are gonna be pissed no matter what i do and like he gets final decision mm-hmm. uh so none of their opinions really matter in the grand scheme of things but mm-hmm. when they're he's like just give me someone well, give me a new boomers. idea <laughs> yeah 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 they're all <laughs> the best my favorite line from that scene is when they're talking about this one guy and the one scout goes Got an ugly girlfriend though. Yes. Guy yes. Says, what? what? Shows lack of ugly confidence. Girlfriend. Means low confidence. Yeah. Like, right, whatever. And then they move on. 
saying he looks the part. Like he'll be a good ball player. And the guy, goes, I'm just saying, his girlfriend's a sick. <laughs> <laughs> that part gets me every time. And Billy's like, oh my gosh, like what are we dealing with here? And I know, like, baseball scouts are definitely like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is a pretty accurate depiction of these guys. Look. Maybe yeah. not just baseball either. No, I think so too. It's all these all these boomer types, all these old old guys that are in the scouting departments. They're definitely like this. They're definitely worried about because they're they're not worried about what's what's. They just worry about the, what they already know, and they know, like for example, mm-hmm. like oh, I can judge this guy because his girlfriend's a six. She has <laughs> lack of confidence. Um, yeah that that meeting it just it felt chaotic. Felt like it was just just sucked. The end. Then, um, he gets, all right, so I just, I just put down, I, I hate sometimes looking at my own notes, because it's like, I'm watching it during the movie, and I'm like, it makes perfect sense, you know, I'm watching it during the movie, and then I'm like, oh, I have no idea what this means. Um, so in the beginning, he, oh, yeah, 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 this is when he goes to the Indians. He goes to the Indians right. to try and get a trade done, and I immediately thought, I was like, is this how... GM, like this how gms do it i, I was wondering was that too call. like you just show up and you're like all right yeah let's make a done. trade and who what? like who are all the guys in the back like they're are they just think they're all like scouts <laughs> as well those are the right those would be the guys that billy would have yeah if he was hosting i guess but they they have to be in that meeting oh, like boys. they have to be in the back <laughs> like it, it was yeah, like it feels a little bit unfair no yeah he, it's he, like 20 verse one exactly he's got all these opinions around him i guess billy's just like i don't care like i don't need anybody else's opinion yeah, that's true. But I just thought it was like it was like it's like he's going in. It was like an execution. Everyone's lined up. He's like sitting in this chair. <laughs> Everyone's standing behind him. You're poor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so and you just lost in five games. <laughs> uh, Literally is how it goes down. So that yeah, I was wondering why that wasn't a phone call. But luckily for Billy Bean. <laughs> And... It's Oakland to Cleveland, too. Yeah, I know. It's not like it was close. He's <laughs> it's not... not like San Francisco where he just has to take the ferry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so luckily for Billy Bean, he see he gets a glimpse of his new best friend, uh, Pete. Do you know Pete's last name? I forgot it. Brand. Who in Brand. real life is Paul DePodesta, I think is how you say it. Why would you not want your name Who... in it? I don't know, and it's also not like people are watching the movie be like, oh, I wonder who that guy's supposed to be. Yeah, they like, just... Paul just... works for the A's. I wonder if that's... Yeah, I just Paul thought he was a real person. With this movie? It's like, yeah, I was like the main character. That's... Um, I... All right, Paul's an idiot. <laughs> if, if Paul's an absolute idiot because he not only is he the... Prob- like, uh, he's not the main character. Billy Bean's the main character, but he is... He's 1A. Yeah, yeah, I'd say he's 1A. And I I thought he was one of the best parts of the movie. Played by Jonah Mountain yeah. in this one. Uh, not The Hill. I have that as one of my... It, it was, this is our second Jonah Mountain review, I yeah, think. Yeah, I have it. It was like, oh, Pete's from Maryland. Um, and then I just put Jonah Mountain. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know also, where... Um... This is actually funny. I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. He's not from Maryland. He's from Virginia. Land. And he didn't go to Yale. He went to Harvard. So they just, like, yeah. barely switched yeah. this stuff around. Also, do you know who he works for now? Who? Cleveland Browns. Really? He's been there for, like, 
seven years now. Yeah. God. Well, he didn't take money mall approach when going to Deshaun Watson. Jesus. No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And they're discussing some player in this trade, and the the GM goes, "He costs seven point five million, Billy. You're not going to be able to afford him." And I just thought, like, especially looking today at all these NBA contracts that are coming in, mm-hmm. I was like, seven point five. That's like cheap as hell now yeah like right. that that that's a a pretty average player's getting 7.5 million a year this time this time around yeah. uh yeah pete's from maryland now that's now i know it's not true pete's not even a real person uh, well he is but <laughs> not even um oh and then the quote they start showing the flashbacks uh to billy beans recruiting uh, or recruiting to the is it that recruiting or is it just like a pitch it's not recruiting because it's not a school. It's professional, yeah. I guess a pitch. So he's getting a pit, like, a pitch hey, from. Don't get uh, a Stanford education. Come play for the Mets. Exactly. Um, and the 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 guy pitching the agent says uh, a famous quote that I think you've said on this pod before. Um, well, one, we're all told. Yep. Yeah. yeah go ahead. Go ahead. You can't play the children's game. Mm-hmm. At some point in our lives, we're all told we can't play the children's game anymore. Some of us are told at 18, some at 40. We're all told. It's uh, it's Very it quiet. hit. That's a hit. That 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 one. Yeah, hits. it does hit. It definitely <laughs> hits. And when you that also that's like so like lame of the agent. Like you're really gonna yeah. tell this 18 year old kid like ah you know, you could be you could be done tomorrow, man. You should take the money while you can get it. <laughs> and so, you know, it leads I up. Mean, what he's not completely wrong no he's not wrong at all if it, hell if he went to stanford and sucked like he did in the pros he would have never gone to the pros yeah, at all that's right well then he'd have a stanford education but yeah it, he would have had something but anyways where where am i going next um now he calls pete at three in the morning <laughs> yes i said drunk hey, man drunk angry <laughs> and just bought pete from the indians <laughs> can you do that you ever made like a drunk purchase like oh like i shouldn't have made that bet. yeah yeah, yeah. Like, i shouldn't have ordered 30 dollars in mcdonald's on doordash yeah 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 you ever just like bought somebody someone from the job yeah. <laughs> yeah is that how you it ever works bought a scout from the cleveland indians <laughs> can you buy a scout i guess you can like I guess you buy him out. Yeah, I was gonna say. I guess when we say buying, it's like he owns him, which obviously he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah, assuming yeah. But he, he bought like, him for this. Was like Mark Shapiro. Here's 50k. I want, I want Pete. this guy. Yeah, I want to put Pete on the next plane. <laughs> so he he comes in. Great, great Pete scene right at the beginning. He sets up, gets in early. Uh, he moves in, as he says, and. After that, he's like, how many of these scouting reports should get done? He goes, 45. And then he goes... He asked him to do three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He asked him to do three. He says, 45. And then he pauses for a second. He goes, I don't know why I lied. I did 51. <laughs> <laughs> Jonah Hill owns this movie. He's, he, every he scene that he's movie. in it... He's the perfect, like, awkward, funny, yep. like, also super smart character. And he's got, like, a... Like a sweet side to him almost he's like pippin covers all bases <laughs> he's he's the pippin of this movie he because yeah uh, like the, the scenes where he was on it and it was like i was this some of the best best scenes of the movie seeing pete out there running around yeah. doing a mountain 
wearing the the ace hat. Yes. It's great. Yep. Yep. So he does the evaluations. Uh, there's one guy I wrote down. His name is Chad Bradford. I was just like, mm-hmm. how can you get more douchey than that? Like that <laughs> is just that's an but he's a- the least douchey guy ever. No, I know that's the, that's the a one name. Is that is that Chris Pratt? Is Chad Bradford? No, Chris Pratt's Hadberg. Oh, you're right. You're right. Abby H. Who is uh? uh I don't. Oh, know who he's Chad the pitcher. Is, but he's the I, pitcher. yeah, the submarine guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is this is one of the guys that I recognized when I first watched this movie like years ago. I think Chad Bradford was on the Orioles at one point. We have some uh we have and some I had Chad seen comments. Him play. Okay. In the we're getting some Chad love in here. Uh but he was on the Orioles? Yeah. Cause I remember like I had gone to a game at some point when I was a kid and he throws funny and I remembered that. I was like, Chad Bradford, he's the guy that throws weird. Huh. And then sure enough, in the yeah, movie, you're probably watching like, the movie yeah, like, no whoa, him. no way. Yeah, like the Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, that's him. That's him. I thought he throws funny too. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the cool thing about this movie is like, as a baseball fan, there are so many things that, and we'll get into some of the things that they like didn't get right or mm-hmm. overly dramatized. The yeah, so that was cool when I had first watched the movie. And when they're talking about uh, Chad Bradford, that that was a perfect example of the old guys in the in the room, the scouts. They're like, "Oh, he throws fun. like no, no way, man. He throws weird. Just because he throws weird. Yeah. Come on now, can't be judging that guy by his throw. We got to see what the the pitches actually end up being." And then I just wrote, I mean, some some Pete and Bill, just great chemistry. Immediately, they they go. They they're they're locked in the second he comes to the A's. When he points at him, mm-hmm. yeah, like in the meetings. Yeah. <laughs> well, at first it's like, <laughs> you want me to speak? He's like, when I point at you, yes, I want you to speak. <laughs> uh, yeah, they own that room. They command it. Mm-hmm. He is. He's definitely Pippin in that scenario. Yeah, and then uh, what we have. We have the the one guy Grady Grady I guess leaves after they signed Chris Pratt, but yeah. when they first showed Chris Pratt, his hand was like on his face and like I couldn't I couldn't see half of it, and I was like, is that uh-huh. Chris Pratt? And then like <laughs> a scene later, I was like, oh my god, it is Chris Pratt. It's like really young yeah. Chris. Pratt. I think this movie was my intro to Chris Pratt, and he's not like he doesn't get a lot of screen special time. necessarily. No, he he's no. he's kind of a. Like he's he has more scenes than some of the other players, but none of the players really have a like a person. Like I guess they have some personality, but not a ton in the movie. Mm-hmm. All right, but yeah, he he's like a focal point. He's, mm-hmm. Is one of the players that they focus on. Yes, the I do gotta say this started something that I was gonna get worried about throughout the movie, but never ended up happening is when he comes in and, like, the wife and kid are there and, like, there's all this shit. And I'm like, great. Like, we're going to have to, like, worry about these players' families. Like, are we going to have to see oh, Billy yeah, Bean's no, families? Not at all. Nothing. It's straight baseball. A little bit of Billy's time. daughter. <laughs> yeah, there is a little bit. But of there's Billy. no, like, at first when he goes to see the daughter for the first time. And I meet, did tell her to get off screen. Uh... <laughs> I told I Poor Billy's daughter. I told her to get the hell out of here. 
<laughs> but you meet Alan, the stepdad, and yeah, yeah. whatever the mom's name is. And I, I do understand where you're coming from. And you're like, we really have to get this full backstory. But no, not at all. Nope. Meet that guy once. Yeah. And, and like, on the phone. He's got one scene <laughs> and his potential. He's in the running for Cook of the Week. He's definitely in the running. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big a- time. Alan is definitely in there. <laughs> His sandals. Yeah. 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 He, he, you, you walk in <laughs> there. mother and I will discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bean walks in there and is immediately 20 times cooler than this guy. Yeah. Like, just but, from the looks alone, he's 20, yeah. 20 times cooler. But, like, did you see the guy's house? He's probably, like, yeah. one of those Silicon Valley guys that... He probably went to Stanford. Yeah, big time. I <laughs> think... Uh, that's a cuck. Yeah, yeah. He's a cuck. Um, yeah, that, right after that, get Billy's daughter out of here. And then I, then it starts, so then we get some Billy backstory where he is a complete bust. This dude yeah. is a ton. He is terrible. He couldn't hit the Couldn't hit the big league curveball. Couldn't hit anything. <laughs> um, so, you learn that. He has anger issues. Yeah, yeah. If we didn't already cover that on the radio. <laughs> yeah. In the in-depth analysis of the assassination of the radio <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. Uh, all right. Also, I had a note that throughout the beginning of this movie, and mainly when he's talking to Grady and he's basically firing him, like, well, he's basically mm-hmm. quitting and then he fires him at the end of the conversation. But the there's, like, spots on his shirt that never go. That never go away. Agree. On on uh, Billy's. Interesting. It's like huh? it's like he spilled coffee or something like right here, but it's not like a brown coffee stain. It's like water. Mm. And I was just like, "What the hell is on his shirt? They couldn't sure have freshened him up." Your TV screen wasn't just discolored. No, I don't think so. I I I don't know. There was something on his shirt. Uh, anyways, Grady, one of the scouts, comes in. Starts bitching about all these moves that they're making, saying he's an idiot. Listen to this kid, the kid being Pete, and basically just tells him Gets to up f in off. His face. Yeah, tells him to f off, and boom, done. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be handling any of that. I. It's funny. He yeah. said. Well, he says he's like, I'm not gonna fire you, Grady. Grady steps on him. Yeah. Why he? Why would he? Why would he say? It? I would have been like, Yeah, you're. Done. I don't know. I, like, there's no way I'm keeping that clown after all that shit. Uh, and then Grady comes back later and is bad mouth him on the radio. Like, what a, what a turd. <laughs> I called him. A, he was a turd. He was a turd, this movie. He is a turd, yes. So they make all these signings. They get all these players. Uh, and they start the season, opening day. And the reporter is in the locker room. And this reporter is the nastiest bitch I've ever heard. She's just going up to all the players. Excuse me, get out of my shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I asked if you were 100%. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts of the movie. It's like, what? She, it's just so unnecessary to include, too, but it's just like a little... Yeah, it's a throwaway scene. And it's just yeah. like, it makes you just like... Oh, I think it's what it adds is like... I don't know about you, but during the movie, like, I hated everyone that wasn't the A's. Like everyone's out yeah. to get the A's, basically. Like the media, yeah, <laughs> the reporting. Everyone's against Billy teams. Bean. Yeah, and exactly. All the guys that Billy Bean brought in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like. You notice that they only really focus on the players that they acquired in the off season. Oh like, yeah. I'll I'll just get to this now. That A's team was really good. 
They had three, like, ace pitchers. They had the MVP of the league that year, Miguel Tejada. They had Eric Chavez at third, who was a stud. Jermaine Dye. Like, this team was really good. They weren't just a bunch of... It wasn't like the Island of Misfit toys that, like, brought together. Like, they were good. <laughs> You're talking yes, about... they lost even big they... games, but... Oh, okay. All right, we're, we're... But if you look up the 2002 A's and look at some of the guys' numbers, they were... They were a wagon. Yeah, they, they portrayed in the movie. So <laughs> later they go... Like, we can just go around the movie, I feel like. Later in the movie, yeah. they go on this 20-game win streak, uh, break all the records in the ALS or AL, whatever, American League. Yeah, American League. And... Yeah. Great team. And it just... It makes you think, like, oh, they are, like, playing with, like, dumpster kids. Like, these guys are found in the back of the street that nobody wants. And they're just making like it was like a Cinderella story. It felt like, but uh, so that does add a little context that I, I didn't even know because they don't no, mention they it really in the movie good. at all. No, they don't. I would be pissed if I was like Barry Zito, who won twenty three games that year, as a starting pitcher, or Miguel Tejada, who literally won AL MVP, and he's like not even in the movie. He's not mentioned. Too busy talking about. David Justice and oh, David Jeremy Justice. Giambi. I like David Justice. I was a fan of David Justice. He's cool. Yeah, he is cool. Uh, the scene when well, we can go back to chronological. No, no, we can go. We can jump around. Do you think it's just easier? We can just scene, jump around. I guess, yeah. All right. Um, but when he's talking to David Justice in the batting cage, that's yeah. a cool scene. Yeah, it's a great scene. He and he's like, he's taking swings and he's like kind of being a jerk, and then like that's why you're paying me seven million. Billy Bean's like. I'm not paying you seven million. Yankees, Yankees are paying half your salary just to get rid of you. Like, oh, he stops taking swings. Mm-hmm. He starts. And he's listening. more down to earth, which is cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and he it he's he gets a good message out to him. He's like, you're you're here to be like the leader. These guys, like yeah. you're you're old, but we don't we're not paying you for past performance. We're paying you to to yeah. play now. Yeah, I'm paying you for the player you are now. Yeah. I thought it was great. The the one thing about this movie is the the scenes with Billy and the players are super like inspirational. They're super like I don't know. I feel like they're they're really good. Like the, he is like the man mm-hmm. when he walks in that locker yeah. room. And it's funny cuz they mention that he doesn't like to mingle with the players so then when he cuts mm-hmm. other trades them. But then it seemed like at the end it was like it seems like He talks like, to the players the whole time. Yeah, I was like it seems like you're mingling. <laughs> Pretty, At least, like, when well. they start winning, like, they're always talking. There's, like, a whole scene where it's only conversations between him and the players. Mm-hmm. And granted, they're all baseball-related. It's not, like, chummy. But my favorite scene, though, is when he goes in the locker room and they're playing the music and Jeremy John is, oh, like, dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes in and he, like, knocks over, he knocks over the speaker. He's like, it's losing fun. Like, they're literally... Middle schoolers. Yeah. Losing fun. No. No, it felt like your dad walking in. Yeah, or like your little league coach. When you walk in the locker room after a a loss and you're like, you know, chugging some Gatorades or like, you know, hanging out with your boys and and the the coach comes in, he starts to put on his hard on face. It's like, oh, like that. That's having fun? That, yeah. Fun out there? But these are grown men. And then he like smashes something with a bat. Oh, he, that's what losing sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah with the silence, <laughs> and he throws the uh, the water jug or the Gatorade <laughs> jug. He just throws it down. And then when he goes down, I forget what 
This is after and he goes down. He's like, and I think it's after he trades Yambi and Pena. Mm-hmm. And he goes down. He's like, you guys may not look like a winning team. Oh, I have that down. I have you it down. Yeah, all right. Go in tonight. No, all right. right. <laughs> he goes, you may not look like a winning team. Pauses for about like five seconds. But you are one. Another pause for about like five seconds. And then he goes, go play like one. <laughs> and i looked at my dad and i was like that was like the worst pep talk i've ever heard <laughs> that was the worst well, because he's not used to doing it no yeah you're right he's either throwing a hissy fit or he's avoiding them that's the changing character arc mm-hmm. turns into more of a player's gm i guess um he I, I I related to him when he was just driving around every time he didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, best thinking comes from when you're just driving mindlessly. Yeah. Going to see the minor league team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Where- I, something that I thought about earlier, like, how does he evaluate the players if he doesn't watch the games? I guess he goes back and watches films. But I was wondering that. He must, like, he has to watch film every single day because yeah. he doesn't watch any. I was thinking about that. I mean, him on and my Pete car do ride have that little today. room where they just like have the meeting of the minds, and they they got their mm-hmm. little computers. So I guess that's what they're doing in there. But I was thinking the same thing. I was like, because I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if other GMs like don't watch games because they're scared mm-hmm. of it. And then I was thinking, like, for like basketball, it's like, how the hell are you supposed to know how to value <laughs> these players if you're not watching <laughs> the game? But I clearly like he has to watch a game at some point, basically. There's yeah. no way he doesn't right. watch it at all. He just doesn't like to do it live. He just goes and gets jacked. <laughs> I had to have some, some Brad Pitt workout scenes. Yeah, yeah. They threw some in there. Still got it. Um, I forget why, who he was telling this to, but he tells someone to not explain themselves. And I was like, oh, it was, all right. So him and Pete sitting at the GM's chair. And they're going to trade the pitcher, the rookie pitcher. And he's like, well, how are we going to explain this? Yeah, yeah, Pena. The, yeah, first baseman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And there are... Also, I looked this up. Pena was hitting 218 that year. So That's... he was not going to be an all-star. <laughs> he was an all- not an all-star. He, uh, where Pete then looks at Billy and he goes, well, like, how are, you, how are we going to explain this? And... He goes, he looks at him, he goes, I'm 40 years old with a high school diploma, and you're 25 coming out of Yale. We don't need mm-hmm. to explain anything. We just got to trust the system. And I was like, that's great yeah. advice. Like, just trust your yeah. gut. Trust you the trust system. this thing or not? Yeah, yeah, great. Pete's quote. like, yeah. Or no, it's, he says, do you, are we better with Pena or Hatterberg? And Pete's like, it's close, but Hatterberg. He's like, what are we talking about then? Let it ride. Great quote. Great, great talking about it. The uh, he has Jerry West mentality the whole time. Billy Bean. Jerry West mentality. Oh, you haven't seen Winning Time yet, which is a huge mistake. Uh, yeah, Jerry West is. <laughs> Jerry West is like this angry, just always cursing, breaking stuff, throwing shit at the wall, mm. just like what really? Billy Bean was for a lot of it. Yeah, apparently, apparently. According to HBO, it's like Jerry West was a, 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 a why, but 
the logo. The face of the league. Yeah, the lo- yeah. literally, literally. <laughs> um, he looks so chill. I would have fired Art, by the way. Okay, that's the other thing. Art, a real Art Howe was, like, pissed at the way they made him look. The movie. Really? Like, they made him a turd. Yeah, yeah, he stunk in the movie. But he was just not, yeah. He's also a, a candidate for me and, for uh, Cuck of the Week. He's, he's definitely has Cuck energy going the whole But way. he does. If you listen to the radio, he gets all the credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're losing, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's not Art's fault, and then they're winning. It's like, you gotta give it to Art. Mm-hmm. Art's turned this thing around. And also, he has a point at the beginning when he's saying he can't do it under a one-year contract. Like, he did win 102 games. Yeah, that was he should probably. Cool. Yeah, that was cool. should probably get an extension. After well, that. I, I don't know thinking, what the the real life situation was, but I was thinking I too, that. if that was twenty twenty three, he would have been inked up halfway through the season last year. They would have signed him on the so- NBA. He'd be fired because they lost. Yeah, because they lost in the playoffs. <laughs> That's true. That is <laughs> you. You have a good point, actually. But uh, I don't know how baseball works. But you're but right. I'm guessing like, he, he would be extended. Up. Yeah. Well, the NBA, he still he could have been extended and then still fired at the end of the season. Oh like, yeah, that wouldn't. Matter. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's always, it's always like, oh, you know, salary cap. You know, now the NBA is the second apron crap. Um, but there's never any like coaching salary cap. No. Like, well, I don't, like, well and like, aren't getting it's, the bag or anything. Well, I don't know. They're getting like ten million a year now, starting to. You're getting a lot, but it's not like a John Wall contract. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But it's also like anytime someone needs to fire a coach, they just eat the money. It doesn't matter if yeah, it's college, it. yeah, football, it baseball, Turgeon. basketball. A million. Yeah, uh, Will Muschamp. I think we're still paying the guy. Uh, <laughs> and it just doesn't matter. Coaching money is coaching money is fake money. Well, college, it's easy because you can just convince your donor. Like, the donors are the ones who are mm-hmm. like, we don't want this guy anymore. It's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You guys are paying for it. That's fine. <laughs> um. All right. So, when he – they're 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 winning. They turn it around after the trades. They start winning all these games. You know, uh, Art is getting all this credit. He turns around because his daughter tells him to. Tells him to go. To okay, so we're we're at game twenty. We need yeah, yeah. we we skip past the trade deadline. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The trade deadline. The my deadline, thoughts were that awesome scene. Oh, and it just seems it seems like a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but very stressful at the same time. Oh yeah, like it. He's just calling guys left and right. And what I liked about it was he would just go. And I don't know if real GMs do this. Um, I'm guessing they do. But he was like, I'm trading this guy. What do you got? Yep. Yeah. I, and I was like, that's awesome. It was like awesome. playing 2K. Exactly. When you press the trade finder. And it's literally like trade finder and you're just waiting. You're scrolling through. Mm-hmm. Instead of waiting for a callback, you're scrolling through all the offers. Oh, and he tries to, he, I mean, it's it's major 2K stuff. He's like trying to get the other teams to get, like I do this in 2K. I'll be like, oh, trade all my big contracts to this team so they can't sign the free agent. And then I'll just sign yeah. the free agent. <laughs> um, so... He's doing that. He's trying to get these guys to to get what he wants. Uh, he makes deals. Him and him and Pete just running running phone calls all day. Yeah, uh, you're right. Excellent. Yeah, he finds out that one team is interested in the reliever that he wants, and then he calls them, offers them the reliever that they have that they're going to get rid of. Yep. 
so that he can call Cleveland back and get the release. Say San Francisco is not interested anymore. Yeah, pretty awesome. How did the craziest part of that scene is when he has to tell the owner that he's going to pay yes like Rink- yes. the rest of Rincon's salary. Yeah, it's like, dude, seriously. Yeah, that like I the owner doesn't have that like he has that little faith. Yeah. He's not gonna just call. Is like, that poor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Are you a billionaire, dude? and it's two hundred thousand dollars, which is a a lot for a normal person. But these, this is a yeah. MLB. Jesus Christ, MLB owner. Uh, there's no way he doesn't have a spare two hundred grand. He can he can cough up for this one contract. Yeah, seriously. So, well, they they, they get they get it done. Now, that is a great scene, though. He's like, I'll just pay it myself. And the owner just like pauses for a second, and he go and he go. What what did he say? He said if we if we win something, he said I'll pay the money now. But when I flip him for twice as yes, much next season, I'll I get the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, so the trade deadline goes through, and they they start they start their winning streak. The Chris Pratt starts at first base, and <laughs> got the H pick a machine. Mm-hmm. And they uh they just get they start running through these games. Uh, I also I like that it wasn't like it wasn't long and drawn out. They were just like, all right, now we're at game seventeen. Yeah, oh, they, right. oh, they win two more. We're we're going for twenty. And then like the focus is on game twenty. Which I is- on the radio is the best. Like we're going to twenty. Yeah, we're going to twenty. <laughs> great, well, like sad bite. <laughs> and looking at that, like the fans, all the A's fans are all dressed up, bringing the signs. We want twenty. We want twenty. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, actually sad for Oakland. I know. They have this wide shot of Chase Arena right next to it, and I'm like, oh, there, those are both going to be empty houses within the next oh. year. And it's yeah, it's sad. It is sad. They clearly it's a it's a good enough fan base, and I don't know if they're still doing. The reverse boycott, but they definitely should be. It was just for one night. Oh, well, that's lame. They're back to like. <laughs> that's actually I, I was gonna give them credit, but now that's that's lame. Uh, well, they don't want it. They're boycott like. That's true. I guess they actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Like they want to make the owner look as bad as possible. So they just had that one night of the. Yeah. All right. It was an epic night. It was pretty. It was pretty epic. Uh, speaking of epic nights, they uh, yeah. they go in game twenty. He turns around after his daughter's telling him to to go watch the game. Immediately fourth, fifth inning, fourth inning. I don't know. Comes like eleven in. nothing. <laughs> when he turns first, he turns the radio on. He's like, "Well, if you're just joining us, you've missed a lot." Yeah. <laughs> they scored six in the first, one in the second, and four in the third. They're and up eleven, 11 to nothing. <laughs> it's like what. <laughs> Oh, when I heard that, I was like, well, because I thought it was going to be, like, either they lose. Because, I, honestly, I didn't know anything about the Oakland 2002 yeah. Oakland A's. And I was like, oh, they, you know, they, it's either going to be, like, they lose or, like, it's really close. And then I saw the 11 nothing. I was like, oh, like, they're stomping them. And, yeah. of course, he gets into the facility right when he walks in. Uh, grand slam happens. <laughs> uh, Five-run inning for – who are they playing? The Kansas City Royals. Royals. Yeah, and ugh, I was just like, I would turn around immediately and start driving again. <laughs> immediately, the second I saw that grand slam, I'd be like, "All right, this isn't for me. It's not gonna work." <laughs> oh yeah. It, uh, so this 
We have some comments. Sorry. Hey, hey. Uh, hey. Just saying, uh, he watches on the treadmill. Yes, yes, he gets dragged while watching the games. It's the only way he's allowed to. But, anyways, what you were saying? Well, then he does. He does go down after that. Yeah, he he's gets like, jacked immediately after anymore. that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he gets jacked immediately. Uh, this for all the stuff this movie like overdoes and either leaves out or over dramatizes. This was real. Like this happened. Mm-hmm. They blew an eleven nothing lead, and then Adderberg comes up, the guy who everybody was like, "This guy's done. He can't throw. Like he's done in the in the majors." Oakland gave him a chance. Everyone said he was an idiot. They wouldn't play him at the start of the year. Then they started playing him. Eventually, like they traded Pena, and he's the one who comes up and he hits the home run. That was an awesome moment. Like pretty awesome. Yeah. That and really not awesome like moment. that's not a fictional movie thing that happened. That's it's nuts. That's really cool. That's like a that's a real storybook uh for the 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 twentieth game. The he also I which I thought was cool. I don't know if it was in this game or another game that they showed during their run, but he he's big his biggest fear is, you know, a baseball coming right at him. He's talking to David Justice. It's your biggest fear out there. Oh, having a baseball hit in my general direction? And then they laugh at it. He's like, no, for real. That's, that's it. <laughs> well, yeah. and he catches it. He gets the he gets the ground ball pop up. And I was like, all right, sweet. He's facing his fears. <laughs> so Chris Pratt hits it for the 20. They uh they win. And then the this was the one part of the movie where I was like, all right, that's a little rushed. Where they're just like, they win the 20th game. And like, Two scenes later, ah, they losing the LDS again. And I was like, "That's it?" I was like, "It's over." Because <laughs> I didn't. I first I didn't know if they won the championship, which was which was fun. It yeah. was nice not to know. And yeah. second, I was just like, "Where'd the rest of the season go?" Like, it's well, just, I I was just looking this game up. It was in mid September. Okay, so it's getting close. The season okay, anyway. all right, all right. Yeah. But all of a sudden, they they lose again in the LDS. Yeah. Sad stuff. In five games. Yeah, it is sad. Really, really sad stuff. They, um, what was I going to say? Oh, that's kind of really all I got. They lose so quickly. Oh, yeah, so he goes with the Sox. He's meeting with the Sox. Uh, and I was thinking, I was like, he signs with the Sox. The message of this whole movie is tossed down the drain. Right. Because now he it's just not gets... Moneyball. Because no. they have the money. Yeah, because now he just gets the ultimate ch- checkbook. So it's not Moneyball. Right. Uh, so of course he doesn't. Pete says they're gonna make you the highest paid GM in the world. Uh, and he says, "Great quote. Made a made a decision on money once. Swore to swore yep. to never swore do it I'd again. Never do it again." And it's a it's a good quote to live by, I think. Yep. So. Yeah, and then we're getting to the best quote of the movie, though. Haven't gotten there yet. When so Billy goes, he gets the offer, and then they have that conversation. And then Pete says, "I want to show you something." And they go and they watch. Yeah, the the, the Greek, uh, clip the Greek of fatty. The fat catcher, the Greek fatty. No, the Greek god of walks. That's Kevin Euclid. He's earlier. Oh, okay. He's the guy who waddles like a duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, All right. The the catcher, I forget what his name is comes up he's like i was just gonna be mean he's like 250 pounds 
and he never he never rounds first base. He's scared he's gonna fall. It's a ball, deep center field, and Pete pauses it. He's like, now he's gonna do it. He's gonna go for it. For the first time ever. And Philly's like, oh, they're making fun of him. And Pete's like, well, yeah, look why. And he plays it. Ball goes 50 feet over the fence. He runs around the bases. And Billy sits back and he says, hard not to be romantic about baseball. Yeah. That was, That's my favorite quote. That is a good quote. And then, and then because it's a metaphor. <laughs> I know it's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was great. That, that was a great scene. No, that's that's I think one of the best scenes in the movie is is that, and it shows. I mean, it's more than just Moneyball and the about baseball and stuff like that, but it's you know it is a metaphor and it is a great, mm-hmm. great, great thing to to think about. So, I thought it was kind of a sad ending. I mean, they they show up the graphic. They're like the Red Sox won next year with the Moneyball yep. strategy, which again is not Moneyball strategy when it's you have not the money like they were the ones who signed one of their players. Yeah. They signed yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it, it wasn't exactly Moneyball, but no, of course not. The and then it was the the quote that, that got was the year me. they came back from three zero. Yes, that was the the curse that of the Wembino was was lifted. Yeah. It was it was really sad to see the quote. I was like, Billy Bean is still looking to 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 end the season off on a win in the last game of the year. Yeah, yeah. and I was just like, damn. And he's still with the A's. And he so. Oh, he's, uh, I think he works for Major League Baseball now. Oh, okay. He was for years. And they had another little run in. I don't oh, know, like no, the he's the vice president of the A's. Are you sure? It's according to Google. I could have sworn that he. Minority owner of the Oakland Athletics. Damn, yeah, so he did just fine. Okay, I didn't realize. I, why did I think that he had left? I don't know. Mm. A for life. Yeah. Executive vice president. What's the difference between that and G? He does not look like Brad Pitt. He does not. Not, not really at all. It looks like he should be on Wall Street. It's true. <laughs> all right. Enough Billy Bean analysis. Um, Back to the movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, actually, that's really all I got. Any other? But yes, they have not won. What if he was like behind the Vegas move? That would be He's so actually sad. Just like piece of shit. That'd be so sad. It's like his ultimate goal is actually just to get the budget, but for the A's, he just wants yeah, the right. money to come in. <laughs> that would be sad. Yeah, I think the Red Sox have won three World Series. No, four. I believe it's four. I think they've won four World Series since that. 2002. 2004. A's have not. That's a damn shame. It is a shame. Well, unfair game. It is Set an unfair game. Yeah. That's true. So, any other, uh, any other scenes you want to go through before we get to the cuck of the week? What about the when he's having the meeting with the Red Sox owner and... It's like it's her birthday. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't know what to get her. That's another it's great like, quote. <laughs> no disrespect. I just, I just lost. lost in five for the second straight year. Get her a bowling ball. For care. all I care, I don't give a rat's ass about this. <laughs> I don't give a shit what you get her. Oh, that That's the great. other thing that I was thinking of when you said he's still looking to win the last game of the year when he's talking to Art 
at the beginning and Art's asking for the extension. He's like, I think I deserve it after 102 wins and Billy begins. Dang, Art. I win the last game of the year. No one really gives a shit. Yeah. I was like, damn. <laughs> no, and it's the harsh reality of sports. Uh, it is the harsh reality of sports. There's all these, like, not just baseball. There's all these successful teams that will mm-hmm. forever be forgotten because they yeah. didn't win the last game of the season. And that's, that's what matters. Yeah. Every right. basketball team in the 90s. Yeah, pretty much. Literally. <laughs> yeah. All right. The... Is it cuck of the week or simp? Or is it like the same thing? Oh, I think it is simp of the week. We, all right, we're adding a new category. We could do... Yeah, we're adding a new category. We can do both. Yeah, yeah, we're doing... So normally it's simp of the week. I, I, I don't know what I was thinking last night. You're right. It is simp of the week. It's not uh, cuck of the week. But we're going to add a cuck of the week now. I like that. Uh, <laughs> now I need to get a simp of the week. Oh, it might have to be his daughter. Or a little simp. For Sim? <laughs> no, the, the song at the end of the movie, she says, you're such a loser, Dad. Oh, I know. So many times, too. That's like how the movie ends. <laughs> and it's like showing that Billy Bean never won one. And it's like in the back is his daughter just going, just lose your dad. Lose your dad. Just lose your dad. You're just loser, yeah. Dad. And I was like, like what? First, I was like, shut this girl up. And second, I was like, <laughs> I was like what is the message of this movie? <laughs> the, uh, if you, I, I guess the the. Like I guess the message. Enjoy the, the victories while you have them. Yeah, I guess and so. It's an unfair game. I was gonna say that the lesson was actually you do need money to win championships. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> They're like actually, Moneyball just doesn't really work unless you have the funds to get the best players. Yeah, it gets you. Season. It gets you competitive, but it doesn't win. But like, oh. it's also like they were so severely below what competitive payroll was. Even yeah, at that true. time. So. Yeah, that's fair. They're under 50. It works if you have like, yeah, right. If you have a little bit of money, they have none. <laughs> uh, all right. But yes, that is, that is part of the message. All right. Well, my cuck of the week, I am, I'm going with art. Art was a art was a really? cuck. The Why? Time. Because he's trying to be a cuck to the, the to Billy. He's like, oh, like I'm not gonna play these players. I do the managing. You do this, and then Billy <laughs> just trades him away. Yeah, Billy owns him in the in the the meeting when he's like, oh, you're not you're not starting. You can do whatever you want, but you're not starting Pios. Oh, that's a great team tonight. that we didn't talk about. Uh, and he's like, look, you can't I've play told Damien you. first tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna play him. Yeah gonna play him this conversation well can't do that he's playing for the detroit Tigers. <laughs> yeah, right. great great uh, scene yeah, right there that scene. that's he's a cuck he's a cuck okay um i guess you give out the if i did Fair. you did you pick out a simp of the week beforehand well i had a couple i one was the red sox owner yeah for, was, like making him or try to make him the highest paid that's a good yeah, sim, yeah that's a simp move um after one cuck, th- oh, I was gonna say after like one really, really, I guess two really successful. Again, the year before they also won a hundred yeah. games. Like this, ah, yeah, you're right, right. No mind, mind, mind. So um, I guess, but definitely simp activity, trying to make them. Another high. cuck, I would say, is Cleveland Indians general manager 
says, I'm not going to trade this guy to you. And then later in the movie, trades it to him. not only does he lose Pete, who's like the brains behind this whole thing. Yeah. Gives him away. And then Billy comes back and says, oh, yeah, I'll have that guy now. So he gets cucked big time. <laughs> he does get cucked. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, it's hard to pick a simp out for this one. It wasn't because there wasn't any like romance or any. There was nothing. It was just baseball. Yeah, I love probably why I love this movie so much. Yeah, it, it's that's the best part about it is that there's no yeah. filler. Like there's there's nothing that you're sitting down with your mom and she's the one that's interested in this scene and you're not. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing like that. The whole movie. Right. Uh, hey, Chad Bradford was kind of a simp. He's like, thank you, Mr. Bean. Yes, like, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. He, all right, that's <laughs> a great says, pick. I just want you to know I'm praying for you and your family. And Billy goes, no problem. <laughs> just yeah, that, that's the pick. That's the pick. Chad Brad. Yeah. I, Chad Bradford? Okay. Chad Bradford's definitely the pick because I forgot about that scene. Uh, another cuck, the guy who gets sent to the minor leagues, major cuck. Oh, yeah. He gets, he gets cuckled. He gets yeah, absolutely he does. cuckled. Uh, that is a brutal scene. He sits down. And. We didn't go over that one either. You, when the GM sits in front of you, in front of the locker room, you should just know. Yeah, it's like, it's hey, man, can yeah. you stop putting your uniform on? Yeah. yeah. That was brutal to watch. Um, yeah. Oh, another, another, sorry, just think about other yeah. scenes that we didn't talk about. Uh, the Pete tr- saying, like, he's like, you have to fire me. Right. <laughs> you have to cut <laughs> That's me. That's a great scene. And uh, he's like, no. I won't do it. I won't, yeah. I won't fire you. This is stupid and it's dumb and I won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has to go tell the guy that he got traded. Yeah. He. Yeah, I gotta say, Pena. he learns quick though. He was in yeah. there that that trade. I mean, he was he was straight to the point, exactly like Billy Bean yeah. said. Yep. All right. Well, that was Moneyball. Yeah. I, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our our review of it. Uh, got a, a out of ten score. Yeah. 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 I'm going to give this an eight and a half. I didn't like how it ended as much. Pretty solid. I'll give it an eight and a half. How about you? I mean, you've seen this, what? This is your 11th time seeing it? (laughs) Nine, nine, eight is my score. 9.8? All right. Almost The only, the only thing that knocks it down is the fact that they left out, like, the studs of the team. I was just thinking, like, for the first time when I was watching it this last time, I was thinking, like, I'd be pissed if I was Miguel Tejada. Yeah. And, like, I hit 30 home runs at 300. And, like, maybe the back, or maybe the back of his jersey is in the movie at one point. I know, like, Chavez, the third baseman, there's a guy wearing his T-shirt. But, like, I don't hear anything about it. Or, like, Tim Hudson, like, these were great players, dude. <laughs> Like the top three, Tim Hudson, Barry Zito, and Mark Mulder were like probably the best pitching staff in the game at that time. Oh, we got a ten out of ten in the comments. Ten. Uh, yeah. From uh. I, yeah, I mean, this is this is like legit a top three movie for. This is one of my all time. Yeah, nine point nine. That's a that's a high score. I I mean, I'll give it an eight point eight. I'll move it up. <laughs> I, I didn't know we were gonna do the the whole. 10 point decimals so i'll give it 8.8 i really liked it enjoyed it all right you want to you want to cover some last 
or I guess not last minute, first, second uh, free agents? Yeah, what do we got? We got Kuz coming back to the Wizards. Yeah, yeah, give it, just give me, which... give me uh, a minute and a half on, on Kuz coming back to the Wizards. Can you do that? I don't know what to think. It's like, it's got to, they're going to stay here for four years, right? Like, this is going to be a signing trade at some point. Maybe not like immediate sign and trade, but maybe at the deadline. Like if they're actually committed to this rebuild, I will say the contract's not bad. No, it's not bad Four at years, all. Four years, $102 million is not bad. No, I don't think it's bad at all. Um, like Jordan Poole's making even that. I just, so, I don't get it. Like, I don't hate it necessarily. I just thought they were doing this blank slate type of deal. I did now too. You, which now is you why just kind of like there's no way. There. Are they gonna fuck I, this yeah, up? I don't know. I really hope not. Are they gonna like be like another ten seed? I, I'll say this: I'd rather have Kuzma than not have Kuzma. That's fair because it's an asset, and we're dealing with assets right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and I think you, like, could, you could probably if he has uh the start of the season like he did last season, and there's high interest for him. Why not try to flip him at the deadline? Yeah. Yep. And, like, he'll be... If you were to trade him last year at the deadline, his value compared to now would have been lower then because he wouldn't have been under team control. Now he's under team control. So his value goes up. That's no? true. Yeah, I think so. So that's where I'm, that's where I'm at. And I like, like, I like Kuzma. He's fun. Yeah, I remember so you, the got, the you day, got mad like, I was calling him Luzma last year. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> nice. And he also had the best year of his career last Like, he... I agree. He was an all-star. He had all-star numbers. He did. So. Uh, all right. That's where I'm at on the Kuzma stuff. Nothing else from the Wizards, it looks like. My Celtics, they got a Porzingis extension. And apparently, God, he, Brad Stevens apparently convinced Porzingis in his extension to take a $17 million discount, which makes sense. The, I saw the, the extension come up, and I was worried about the number that was coming following it. But two years, $60 million, I, I'd take that 10 times out of 10 for yeah, Christoph Porzingis. That's a great number, especially when you look at some of these other free agents. And, like, Joe Ingles got two years uh, – and I guess this isn't really comparable. Two years, $22 million. But uh, a guy like <laughs> Bruce Brown gets $45 million yeah. in, in free agency to the Pacers, which is something that happened. And weird move by the Pacers. I don't know what they're – they're like kind of in like – I don't know what they're doing either. That's they're, weird. They're kind of in limbo. But anyways, I love the, I love the contract. I, I think it's a pretty low-risk deal and – you're you're getting a lot. You're, I mean, you already had him anyway, so might as well yeah. get him extended. Oh, Kyrie returns to the Mavs. Yes, Kyrie returned to the Mavs for what? Do you see the numbers? Three years, hundred twenty-six million dollars. Man, forty-two a year. Did you see? Uh, God, what's his name from the Pacers? Just got resigned. Jer- uh, yeah, Jeremy Grant. Five years, one hundred sixty million. That's all right, that's a more comparable contract to the Porzingis thing. 
If they did that yeah. for Porzingis, I would have been worried. But uh, so uh, what does that mean for Dame? Actually, I don't even want to talk about Dame. I, I hate Dame. He is so lame. He is in Aaron Rodgers territory for this podcast. Yes, he yeah, is. Big just time. Don't. He's like every Golden time Lord. I see something about it. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't believe anything that comes out about Dame Lillard. I the only the only time thing. I think it's I like it is when it's like butt crack sports and it's like <laughs> yeah. Damian Lillard's sisters. <laughs> friends brother's mom says that he wants to be traded that stuff that gets me every time oh it's so stupid because it literally is it's it's like damian lillard like isn't happy with the blazers doing this but he wants to stay it's like get out of here yeah shut up dude trade or traded or don't and And stop bitching about it call it a day yeah yeah and i I love I love all these guys. Like, oh, he's so loyal. Never, never did a trade request. But every off season, it's like, ah, you know, they, like it always ends with Dame has to stay commit. Like he's committed to the Pacers. Yeah. And it's like this stupid song and dance that happens every time. And then he just ends it with, oh, I want to stay, and then gets called loyal because I, because I guess he wants yeah. to stay. It's, it's like he gets off on being called loyal. Oh, it's like, yeah. oh, I'm so loyal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely I'm so loyal. Absolutely loves being loyal. <laughs> that was Bradley Beal too. I saw a quote that was like Bradley. It was tough for Brad to leave Washington. It's like get out of here. Yeah, he's playing with KD. It's not tough Booker. for us. Like, he's really not that. Yeah, I'm sure he's not that mad. Um. All right. So what we're looking at here, the other big ones: Draymond Green extended four years, hundred million. After the pool <laughs> thing, it just seemed like all right. They're keeping Draymond. How old is Draymond? Four years? He is 33. Oh. <laughs> I guess his game doesn't like. I don't think his game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think his game like ages. But I still don't like it. Like, you want Draymond as 37. It will years age old. at some point. I guess yeah, so, but I, it's not I, like his, he's going to lose his shot. Like, he doesn't have a shot. But that doesn't age. Like, if he was a shooter, it'd be better. But when he plays, like, a junkyard dog... Yeah, that's fair. Like that's fair. It's I guess, like, P.J. Down. Tucker's a billion years old, and he's still... He's still out there. Out there, running up and down the court. Uh, what else but, we got? Anything big? Chris Middleton, back to the Bucks. That seemed pretty... Like, yeah. it was gonna happen. That, I, I don't... They're out for real. I don't like that either. I don't... Oh. I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of... I think Chris Middleton's done. Why? I don't know. Like, is he really all that good? He doesn't need to be that good. He's a number two. That's true. But, like, I, 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 it seems like that's a lot of money for Chris Middleton. He had a, yeah, he had a rough year last year. And another one, 31 years old. Come on. Yeah. That is tough. Uh, Other big contract. Cam Johnson got more money than Kyle Kuzma. Stay with the Nets. See that? Wait, Kyle Kuzma what? Cam Johnson got more money to stay with the Nets than Kyle Kuzma did to stay with the Wizards. Oh, yeah. I did see that when I looked up Kuzma. Cam Johnson got a big deal. Just, which, again... It's kind of weird. Doing? Yeah, it's just kind of weird. Is Cam Johnson that good? Yeah, I think he's good. I think he's solid. Yeah, I think he's a solid role player. I guess $20 million a year for that is not... No, it's not anything crazy. Like, Kuzma, like, that's a good contract. Yeah, I do think that's a good contract. A really good contract. Like, I thought he was going to get 30. I know. It's like, I mean, we were talking about Bruce Brown. That, that contract. 
I know he did, I know he just won the chip, and I know he has you know these intangibles that people like. Man, that's a lot of money for a team yeah, that's not in championship windows and needs a guy like Bruce Brown. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Well, the other one I want to get on: Gabe Vincent went to the Lakers. Shooters, I guess. I think it's a good. I think it's a solid, <laughs> solid fit for the Lakers. Uh, a yeah. guy that's been there the past couple years in a lot of big playoff games. Yeah. And just kind of a a vet that you don't like. There, LeBron doesn't have to worry about him. You know, I think that's right. that's the key. Is like when the ball's in his hand, it's not like LeBron's like shit in his pants. Like, what is he gonna do? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Oh, jingles to the magic. That was weird. What the hell is jingles doing? <laughs> what is he doing there? Like, there's all these there's world. all these NBA teams that has like all these young players and like nothing else on the team, just nothing but young players. Like the magic, and it's like now you're just signing Joe Ingles. So why? So you don't think that's a good fit? I think it's a fine fit, but it's like I, an old I would guy coming play... in. Like all he does is hit threes. That's true. And now he gets the play. Like the young guys get a veteran. I think it's smart. I don't know. I guess it's not even that much money. But if you're, I, I I'm guess, and uh, he's, you're probably right. He's probably not going to play at all, really. So. A vet off the bench that could yeah. get some minutes if need be. All right, I guess that's not too bad. I just think poor yeah. Joe Ingles. I, I, I guess mean, he agreed to it. Yeah, I know, but it's like, man, like, you're really gonna just? I, I don't know. I felt like the he a, a contender could have used Joe Ingles. You know, I would have <laughs> taken Joe Ingles. Yes, yeah. Not for eleven yeah. million a year, but I would have taken Joe. Ingles. <laughs> Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, I don't feel bad for him anymore. Eleven million a year to sit in Disney World. Yeah, there's no reason to feel bad for him. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. Uh, the Suns got a couple things done. A bunch of bums. They got Drew Ebox, Damian Lee, uh, Bayes Diop, who apparently Bayes Diop shot uh forty percent from three. So I guess that's good. They got the uh the guy that was the Asian guy that was on the Nets uh. What's his name? Wutana Wannabe? Utah Watanabe? Yeah. Be another three-point shooter. Back with reunited mm-hmm. with KD. <laughs> but not a not anything big. I guess James Harden requested a trade. He opted in to request oh a trade. Oh, my gosh. We'll talk. Let's talk about that. All right. Yeah, we'll talk about that Tuesday. Well, <laughs> that's that's or the Monday. plan. Yeah, Monday. We're not going to do anything on 4th of July. And we're going to be coming in Monday, hot, ready to go, um, and coming off all these free agencies, and we're going to actually be able to discuss the teams, you know, see what all the teams go, uh, yada, yada, yada. So, full look forward to that. Full state of the league. Yes, exactly. A full state of the league. Uh, enjoy your weekend. E- enjoy, you know, I hope you liked Moneyball. Hope you're, you're planning on watching it if you didn't watch it beforehand. And we'll see everybody come Monday. Roll through the Tuesday. Thanks for listening.